This week on the Ritual Misery Podcast, we're going to do some traveling. Traveling? Traveling? To a galaxy far, far away. Did you really log off WoW for this? Hello and welcome to the Ritual Misery Podcast, episode 287 for Saturday, the 10th of July, 2021. Is it the 10th of July? Jesus, this year is going by quick. This is the show where two lifelong friends and their guests celebrate all things geek. I'm Amos, that's Kent, and we don't matter because our guest... Oh wait, we don't have a guest. We're doing an <laughs> episode slash pre-show for Have a Drink. Uh, this is going to be a fun Saturday. It's a Saturday show, dude. We haven't done a Saturday show in forevers. That is true, but I'm excited to do this one because uh, we're going to lead into a pre-show for the Have a Drink Trappist Episode 3. Um, yeah. Super excited about that. I do not have the um, proper beer. Apparently, I drank that beer and didn't realize that I drank it, so <laughs> I have, uh, I'm have. i going to be drinking a Trappist. Uh, 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 it's a double. I can't remember, but it's a double. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Still a Trappist. At least, yep. at least and, I'm in uh, the spirit of it. Yeah, I didn't go That's out. Right. I didn't That's get right. like Anheuser Busch Chimay or something like that. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> that's just. Oh, I don't even want to think about what that would be like. Um, man, uh, it's been hot here. I, I guess it's been cold in Alaska. It's been hot here. I don't know about cold. I, I would say I would say chilly. Yeah, yeah. We had we had a week of really good warmth. Like it was it was nice and you know hitting the eighties that kind of stuff. And then since then it's just been overcast. Like mm. perpetually overcast so yeah we had a ton of rain over the last couple of weeks and uh i've got goat heads growing in my yard again thank you rain uh, uh yeah. but yeah i mean the ground was wet for like a solid two weeks and um i couldn't get out there to uh you know to take care of the yard like i would normally do yep. and um finally became dry enough to to actually do something and oh looky there <laughs> new growth yeah I'm I'm in, uh, I'm in the same uh, I'm in the same same foot. The uh, we cut the grass before we have visitors. We, we I had my aunt Paula, my uh, cousin Bobby Jean, her son Jake, and my cousin by marriage, which I know it's a weird thing to say, but my cousin Rose, her husband Renee, and their boys uh, uh, Angelo and Ben had all of them here for almost a week last week. And it was awesome. Like we went out and we did a couple of the touristy things. Uh, we went out to Whittier, the weirdest town in America. We went to the wildlife preserve. We hung out and drunk some beers, um, took some pictures down by the lake, that kind of stuff. It was great. But right before they got here, we cut the grass on like Thursday. And then mm -hmm. it rained Friday and Saturday. And Sunday came along nice and sunny. So Monday when they came in, I had to cut the grass again. Oh my God. Like it was awful. And now it yeah. rained. It's basically rained since then. Mm -hmm. Like, like Tuesday was gorgeous. And then Wednesday through today, like today's the first day we're not getting rain. And it's, so it's like in what, 11 days in a row or whatever. Um, and yeah, the grass, it, it's a veritable forest. Like you can barely tell the old growth from the, the new growth. Like it's all just the same. It's just a huge mm. carpet of grass. Um, yeah, it's not. I'm not gonna be able to bag that. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to uh, cut it and spit it out the side, and then go back a couple of days later and and cut it and bag it. Otherwise, yeah. it'll just get caught in the chute. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird, weird summer. Weird summer. 
And uh, watch the new Black Widow movie in theaters. In theaters. How was it? Yeah. Well, it for, well let's separate the two. How okay. was the movie itself? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. Okay. How was the movie experience in a theater? So, about a month ago, I saw <laughs> A Quiet Place Part 2 in the theater. That was yeah. my first uh, theater experience in like a year and a half or whatever. Right. And that movie also and, received a thumbs up, if I remember correctly. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And that movie watching experience was amazing because they had all these COVID rules in effect where you reserve your tickets, right? And nobody else is going to be in your row mm-hmm. or the row in front of you or the row behind you. Right. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. And not to mention like A Quiet Place like pretty much forces the audience to shut the fuck up during the movie. And one, it was fantastic. one would think, one would think I did not have that same experience. If you remember my review of the original movie. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah I, that's I, I had a quiet place pu- plus popcorn kids and people talking. So, but go ahead, go ahead with yourself. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, how has the experience Widow, changed from then to now in your little, little town? They lifted, I think, all of the rules, like all of the COVID rules. Uh, we had people sitting <laughs> literally in the seat next to us. You, you said you said lifted all of the rules. I was thinking, damn, even the theater rules, like people are just in there <laughs> shooting guns, you know? There's yeah. a lady dancing in front of the movie. Hey, in New Mexico, I would not put it past <laughs> this place, dude. Um, Everybody came no, in there with the, their cowboy hat spitting in the, in the, in the, in the, the pots <laughs> on the side. Ding! Yep. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, there was no separation at all. Like I literally had a stranger sitting in the chair next to me, like sharing a drink holder, sharing it, sharing an armrest with, with a stranger. Now, did you go Uh, during peak time? Was this like the, the crowd time, like like Friday afternoon kind of thing? Well, I went, I went Thursday. It was literally the first showing Uh, Thursday at 7 30 PM. So you did go during peak. Uh, I don't think so, man. I think the. I think very few people are going to see it on on that Thursday, at least here. Yeah. Like in big cities, of course, you're going to get you know the crowds, but in this podunk place, like not that many people go to movies on Thursdays, even like big releases. Hmm. Friday is the you know Friday night. That is when like the crowds show up. That's when all two hundred people show up, huh? That's right, all at once. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they're going to watch every showing. Yeah. So it it wasn't as good of an experience uh, just because of that, but also like, oh, hey, I remember this. This is called going to the movies. <laughs> right. Yeah, all in all, good experience. Uh, great movie. Um, had fun. It's good times. Nice. Nice. Did you get the uh, did you get popcorn? I got Reese's Pieces. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And how did you mitigate the sound of the Reese's Pieces tumbling around the box while you were watching the movie? I reached my long ass fucking piano fingers in there and pulled them out one at a time. Ah. Against the, I don't do the. <laughs> I don't do that shit. Uh, you, you, it bothers you, me to do it. I, I can only imagine, like, if the guy next to me was doing it, it would drive me apeshit. You have a different strategy than I have, although similar effects. I get in the theater and dump all of the Reese's pieces because I, I usually get Reese's pieces if I'm gonna buy a candy at the at the theater. 
I dump them all into a shirt pocket. Yes, I wear a shirt with a pocket when I go to the theater just so I can dump my candy into the shirt pocket <laughs> so that I can easily just reach in there and grab them very quietly and put them in my mouth. Because I am overly considerate because I hate when people make noises and I don't want to be the uh, the hypocrite. Yep. Yep. All right. I, I respect that. <sighs> I, I have like two shirts with pockets and they're both night shirts and I wear both of them when I go to theaters. Like one or the other. There you go. Or I'll have a jacket and the jacket will have an inside pocket. Depending on the weather, I guess. Yeah. But that's, did you that's ever Did you ever go back through and, and, and try to watch the MCU movies? No. No, because because I'm because I didn't. I, I don't even have a reason. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's well, still on my so, list. I mean, I still want to do it. It's just a matter of I haven't. Yeah. So it, it's pretty safe to say that you haven't watched any of the the new Disney Plus Marvel shows. I have not. I have not. Yeah. So no. one thing I will say to anybody that's thinking about going to Black Widow, um, but you you're not quite caught up on the TV shows. I might recommend that you watch the shows if you're kind of a like a completionist and like to understand things and catch yeah. all the little references and whatnot. Um, get caught up on the shows and then go to Black Widow. Gotcha. And stick around for the post credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Of course. Uh, and that's all. That's all I'll say about that. All right. Um, I tell you what, man. Uh, we've both been playing some role playing games of a different sort lately. Tell me about your Star Wars RPG that you ran. Because this, this has me excited. Oh, dude. It was so much fun. I haven't been a DM or GM or whatever in so freaking long. Yeah. And Lucas, my oldest son, for his birthday, he asked me. Well, pro- it was probably about a month ahead of his birthday. He Because I'd asked him, you know, hey, what do you think you might want for your birthday? His request to me was to run a Star Wars uh, one shot for for him and... and uh, and his friends. And I was like, well, yes, yes, I would love to do that. <laughs> so there is a, uh, there's a site, uh, called SW five E.com that stands for star Wars fifth edition. It's basically, they took the wizards of the coast dungeons and dragons, fifth edition rule book and turned it into star Wars basically. Okay. So it's, if you're, if you're familiar with D and D fifth edition, you can just read a couple things real quick and you'll be ready to, to DM star Wars. Um, it's, it's, it's really, really good. Yeah. And, uh, I had a blast putting it together. I think, th- I think the game lasted about probably about five and a half or six hours, something like that. Okay. Um, and, uh, AKA, yeah, it was a blast. Also known as about a case of Mountain Dew. Yeah. Right. Right. Good. Two bags of Doritos. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was so much fun, man. That's awesome. Um, oh, speaking of which, hold on before I move on. For my birthday, speaking of fifth edition rule books, I received the fifth edition rule book for Vampire the Masquerade. Oh, really? I didn't even know that they did a second, third, fourth, let alone a fifth edition. I knew they did a second edition, and I didn't. I didn't like it. Mm. It just changed too much, and I wasn't actively playing it. It wasn't interesting. Yeah, like they were ch- the the things that I I noticed that they changed. 
uh, seemed arbitrary. It didn't, it didn't really seem mm. to add to the, the storyline element, which is the major point of Vampire the Masquerade, and it added a bunch of For game sure. mechanics that it seemed mm. like it was going more towards the tabletop player as opposed to the LARPer. Um, mm-hmm. And LARPing, that, that was the game that I preferred to LARP just because it had, it was so, it was built for that. It's versatile. Yeah, yeah. it's versatile. And you don't have to like go to the park with swords and shit. Right. <laughs> right. And the, uh, the, the few times we tried tabletopping it, it didn't really work out that well. Like it, it didn't, yeah. it, the yeah. rule system just didn't seem to go very well with it. But LARPing it was great. Yeah. Um, have you read into it at all? Not much. Um, I kind of did the, you know, scan the table of contents and flip through and look at a couple charts and stuff like that. But I had not sat down and like earnestly started reading it yet. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, that, that could be uh, that could be interesting. I'm I'm interested to see if if it's really stay you know stay true to its LARPing or gone in, into more of a tabletop presentation. And if it does go into more of a tabletop presentation, it, has it has it fixed the issues that we found back in. 94 mm. when we were playing. Oh, right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, God yeah. damn, that was a long time ago. It was. It was. <laughs> uh, a lot of people don't know this. I'm just going to go ahead and tell it out. Uh, Ethan Kane is actually, uh, it's the name of a character that I used for Dungeons & Dragons for a long time. And then it finally was cemented in the use of my Vampire the Masquerade character, um, mm-hmm. Ethan Kane Constiante. And a huge backstory, basically, is at least in, in our in our what is it called? Princeton or whatever the local area. Yeah. The city. Yeah. It was, uh, Ethan Kane was the oldest vampire in the city, although not the strongest, um, because of the way that bloodlines work in, in vampire, the masquerade, or at least the way they did work, mm-hmm. um, built a huge backstory to it and everything else. And <clears throat> really, really enjoyed that character. And even years down the road, uh, Kent and I would meet up somewhere and we would refer to each other as our vampire characters and then suddenly <laughs> we would just be in character and yeah. it was a lot of yeah. fucking fun. Yeah, fucking nerds. And yeah, and, and um, I know I've told the story before on here, but I'll tell it again. Del Noche is also from that uh, because my vampire character's name was Nicodemus Del Noche. And uh, when I needed an internet handle because the internet was invented, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Let's 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 use a form of that. So I, I shorten it to Del Noche, and that's that's where we're at. Yep, yep, yep. yep. That's, uh, that's that's how that worked. Um, all right, dude. Uh, I I just I, uh, my wife and I and the kids had a discussion about World of Warcraft. Okay, and it started talking about this, the games that my son plays, and we're like, yeah, he still plays WoW. He plays WoW with his with his dad and this and that. Um. And she was like, "Wow, he still plays that. It's still around." I'm like, "Yeah, it's still around. We we all used to play it, and you know, it was a lot of fun. The game's tons of fun." And she's like, "You all played it?" And I was like, "Yes, we all played it back at Dias. I had an account, and then I had a secondary account, and the twins and David would swap around who got to play. But David always ended up getting to play because you were always like, you should let him play. That's the only thing he gets to do." So basically, they weren't allowed to play, and then you basically told me I wasn't allowed to play because you didn't want me spending the fifteen bucks a month to play, and that's when I stopped playing video games with David because he got to keep playing because then his dad paid for his account. Mm. And she was like, "Oh, so you all like playing WoW, and you stopped because I didn't want you to." We were like, "Well, me and the twins were like, uh, 
yeah, did you not just listen to the story? (laughs) (laughs) So she was like, well, y'all can play. I don't mind if you play, especially if you play together, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, cool. So on on, uh, Idle Curiosity, I went to see, like, what's going on with Bow now? Because I'm not really caught up on it, you know? And bought the latest expansion, came with 30 days of game time, and I'm about... 10 days into it. I didn't play while the family was here. I had, I, I forced myself to wait until they left before I played because you know, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I got to say, man, uh, picked up my, my two characters that were still in the system and God, I love that game. It's so much fun. It is so much fun. It is, it is idle time that you, you know, you get to learn story and everything else. Yeah. And looking at the, uh, the DPS charts, cause you know, I always play DPS. I never play healer or tank. Tanking seems too important. <laughs> like you only get mm-hmm, one one mm-hmm. tank in a group. Like if he fucked up, it's over. And healing yeah. seems like such a pain in the ass because you got to heal everybody. Like ah no, I'm not into that. I just want to. I just want to make things go boom. Um, <laughs> so my two characters, I have a an affliction warlock and a beastmaster hunter. And I was looking at the DPS stats for you know the current expansion. It's like, oh yeah, Affliction Warlock is way up there, and DPS Hunt or a uh, Beastmaster Hunter is like way down there. I was like, okay, cool. Well, I'll play my 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 Warlock, get her leveled up, and then maybe do some raid events. And you know, because I always want to contribute, so I wanted to be up on the on the scales. I played it for like four days, and I've switched back to my Hunter. The Hunter is just so much more fun, and I feel like I'm doing more damage with the Hunter than I do with the 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 warlock and yeah it's just much more fun what is what is dps damage per second ah so you know you, you, in a in a typical world of warcraft group you have five players one is a tank they basically aggro like uh, they 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 take all the attacks from from whoever you're you're attacking um, and they're built that way so that they can take the attacks and they do a good bit of damage, but their primary focus is just keeping focus on them. Gotcha. The gotcha. healer heals, and then you have three DPS that are there just to do damage and crowd control and utility and all the other stuff that, that needs to be done during the adventure. Um, and I've always been the DPS kind of person. So Even playing, gotcha. even playing World of Warcraft back in the day, I, I played a druid to start off with. Um, and everybody wanted me to heal. And I was like, this is fucking boring. I don't, I do not like healing. This is dumb. I like blowing <laughs> shit up. So yeah, it's been fun. Now I got back into AIE, uh, Scott Johnson's guild, which is still thousands of members strong. I think half of the player base of World of Warcraft is in AIE. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, wow, that's the game we're playing. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And if you uh, if you happen to be on whatever server I happen to be on, which I don't know because I never really cared, I think it's Earth and Ring. I think I'm on Earth and Ring, but maybe not. Um, yeah, look me up, Vibrio for my 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 uh, my Warlock or Pretty, P-R-E-T-T-E-Y for my Pandaren Hunter. All right. Yeah, cool. good times. You've never played WoW, though. You've never played like past the intro scenes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun game. Especially now, because the servers are big enough, and there's enough areas that you don't really run into any other players. So it's kind of like being able to just play a Dungeons & Dragons adventure by yourself. Mm-hmm. And then when you want to group up, there's the, the, the raid finder or the 
the dungeon finder and they just slap you with some random people and you go try to figure out how to kill the stuff. And right now it's all new stuff because I haven't been around for a while. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it for anybody that, uh, that wants to play. Of course, cool. of course it's 15 bucks a month, but whatever. Like you got to do your <laughs> things. Speaking of playing games, uh, I've got a game for you. What? What time is it? Kent. He's all powerful. He's extraordinary. A genius. Games. I cannot contain myself. Kent's Games. Presented by Stephen Cogswell. <sighs> this week's game is called Southern Rituals of Misery Park. Okay. <laughs> all right. I was... Uh, so, Steph and I are going through a... a a full, full series binge of South Park. Good times. And uh, I was looking through some episode titles, and I was like, "Holy fuck! These episodes. A lot of these episode titles sound exactly like an RMP episode title." Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, I'm going to name a title, an episode title, and you're going to have to tell me: Is that a South Park episode, or is that a Ritual Misery episode? Oh boy. I'm either going to do really well or really poorly on this. Oh, man. Uh, Are you ready? Sure. Ready as I'm never going to be. All right. Your first one is bare butt car fisting. That's an RMP title. (laughs) Okay. That goes back to to your trip to, to New York. Okay. I think it might have been before that, but no, because the dude was butt naked and punching the cab. <laughs> yeah, may, I don't. I'll have to look that one up. I'm not sure. Pretty sure. Um, okay, next up, a song of ass and fire. A song of ass and fire. That's that's got to be South Park. <laughs> it is. Okay. Um, that's a great episode too, by the way. All right, um, go fund yourself. RMP. Wrong. Oh. I had a feeling that that one was going to get you because I was like, out of all the things on this list, like this, that's 100% a fucking RMP title. But it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Next up, we've got phone-free poop scoot. Oh, that's, that's RMP. Yeah, <laughs> that's I remember that one. <laughs> oh God! All right, number five, super hard PCness. Oh, that's a good one. Super hard PCness. <laughs> I'm gonna go with South Park. Okay. Why? PCness. I can't imagine how to spell that. <laughs> That's fair because you're normally the one that uploads the uh, the episodes, right? Um, yeah, it is. It is South Park. Okay, yeah. I was sitting in my yeah. in my head, like, how would I spell that? I don't know. That that means I haven't decided that. That means it can't be us. <laughs> they spelled. By the way, they spelled it capital P, capital C, N E S S. Got it. <clears throat> yeah, it's probably would have. I would have gone with a hyphen, but yeah, yeah. Okay, next up, we've got Twinkle Twinkle Little Brown Starfish. Oh, that's got to be RMP, right? Yeah, that's RMP. <laughs> it is. 
It is R&B. <laughs> All right, next up we've got medicinal fried chicken. Oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> that, could, that could be either. That could really be either. Any one of these could be either. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with South Park just because it sounds so novel to me. Okay. Uh, yeah, it is South Park. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, but I'm serious though. Any one of these titles could easily belong to the other show. Mm-hmm. Okay, number eight. Ten, ten buck butt chugging challenge. Oh, that's us. Yeah. <laughs> that that was the episode with the uh, um Oh, who was it? I, I know who was uh uh uh, uh Cabano, Cabo. That was an episode with Cabo. Cabo? Yep. Oh, was it? Okay. Yep. I was gonna say I could look this up real quick. I should have. Uh, uh, I should have actually failed. Um, but yeah, it is definitely RMP. All right, the next up, we've got Ninja Fire McBadass. Ninja Fire McBadass. That's that's a recent one from us. Is it? I guess not. <laughs> um, it is actually episode 110 of RMP. There we go. So it wasn't With, it wasn't recent, but yeah, it um had Fitz. No, 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 no. No, Fitz named the episode. We had Captain Murphy. Oh, Jason Murphy was the guest on that one. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um. All right. And for the final one, dances with Smurfs. South Park. Yes. South Park. Pure game theory on that. Um. All right. So what I get? What I get? What I get? What I get? You. What What do you think you got? I think I got eight out of ten. You actually got nine out of ten. Oh shit! You really beat that D. Oh yeah. Bob, tell them what they've done. Oh yeah. All right. Um. So. This week's episode, we're going to talk about things we take with us, our travel gear, the things we travel with. And Sovereign Bohemian just showed up in chat and uh, said, sorry, I missed it. Uh, yeah, you just you just missed the game. Yeah. 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 Show's still going, though. And, yeah. and there's the VOD. Ah, uh, you know, it happens. <clears throat> um, yep. Travel gear, gear that we take with us when we travel. And I figure, Kent, your list is probably a lot shorter, so I'll let you start. be more more in your wheelhouse because I'm I'm much more of a minimalist when I pack for travel. Yeah. So you want me to start? You glitched out there for a second. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or or actually yeah, you go ahead and start. Okay. You go ahead and start. Um so the things that I take with me, I take I just have a backpack. Like I have a backpack that I take with me everywhere that I go. Um it's my mm-hmm. Peter McKinnon everyday travel backpack. Uh I carry for for 
for a typical trip, like if I'm going to a place that I've been before, I will take one camera, uh, my uh, R5, EOS R5. I'll take my 70-200 lens and my um, 24-105 to lens. I might, if I plan on doing any architectural stuff, I might take my my 15 to 35, but that's that's less important. Um, I'm also going to take my iPad Pro, my 2016 iPad Pro, and my MacBook Pro. Um, one for editing pictures and one for, for basically just browsing. And I, I really don't use my iPad Pro very much anymore. I might not even start stop taking that. Um, then, of course, take all the chargers. I also take a uh, USB-capable uh battery block that can give me a, a charge for my phone or for whatever else needs to, needs to go on. It's been beat to shit. It's an old one by, I think, Mophie. Uh, I've had it at like three South Buys and it's torn up pockets, but it has never actually fallen apart. <laughs> so I'm down with some some Mophie chargers, man. That, that thing is made like a brick. And then, of course, I take my phone. I, take, I usually take two watches because I have an old Series Zero watch and my current watch, which is a Series 4. Uh, although when I went to Seattle this last trip, I lost my Series Zero watch. So I don't know where it's at anymore, but that's my nighttime watch. That's watch I wear at night. I set alarms on it so I'm not waking up, uh, waking up other people if I'm sharing a room or whatever. Um, and I think the biggest thing that I have to take with me everywhere that I go is my phone because everything's on there. Yeah, yeah. I Yeah, I, I got to have my phone. Um the uh yeah like i i don't take any of that shit really i know the phone and and charger like i i pack um you know clothes and whatnot but i usually depending on where i'm going i'm i'm even minimalist on toiletry items um like if i if i don't have to pack a liquid i'm not going to right um so for for example like like uh if i'm let's say i'm going to a hotel for a couple of days or something like that i don't take any soap or shampoo or, or anything like that because it's provided at the hotel, you know? Yep. Um, and then also like it, it's different if I'm driving, uh, if I'm driving, then I feel like I can take whatever I'll take like creature comfort stuff. Uh, I might even take my laptop, you know? Um, uh, but if I'm, if I'm flying, I absolutely hate carrying things. And I, even more so I hate going to uh, baggage claim. So, I never, ever, 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 ever check a bag. Um, I like to uh, just be free and and just go do something now. Like as soon as I land, I want to get my Uber or my Lyft or whatever and get to where I'm going and start my activity. Oh wow! I don't, I don't like to, I don't like to wait for anything. I don't like to carry a bunch of shit. I don't like to have to go to the hotel first to drop off a bunch of shit because I got too much shit with me. Hmm. If I want to go eat. Immediately, if I want to go shopping immediately, if I want to go meet somebody immediately, I've got my backpack and that's small enough to, to just really carry anywhere and do whatever with it. And uh, that's more my philosophy. I, so I, I almost always check a bag because I do take all, the, all my camera gear with me. I, I, I take my camera gear with me and my carry-on. That's what my backpack is. It's my mm-hmm. carry-on. I can, if I'm, if I'm packing for... Depends on what I'm packing for, because I can pack about three days worth of clothes in my backpack and still have it as a carry-on. 
it's designed mm-hmm. for that. It's got a special compartment that expands just for that purpose. Yeah. Or if I'm packing light, like if uh, when I go to when I go to Nashville, I'm you know, well probably not that trip because that's a full week long. But uh, if I were if I were to go down to your house for a couple days, I wouldn't pack all my camera gear. I'd just pack a little bit of it and use the rest of this storage space for for you know other things. And that's the only bag I would take. I wouldn't have a have a check in bag. Mm-hmm. Um, going to Nashville, I'm going to have a bag that is nothing but clothes for the event. Partially because they want you to be in business casual, so I'm going to pack up all my business casual in there because it's like all of three outfits. Um, <laughs> right. And uh, I'll pack – that'll be nothing but clothes in there. And the stuff I really need, like I'll have, you know, change of underwear, socks, things like that, so that I can hit the ground and just run without opening my bag if I want to, which I'm going to want to. Um, you know, stop at the hotel, freshen up a touch, and out of there. Uh, something else I, I rarely take with me is my toothbrush. I know that sounds weird, right? Yeah. I almost always travel with a disposable toothbrush, like a cheap one that I get from Walmart that I can throw away at the end of the trip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I never want to bring my hotel used toothbrush back to my house. <laughs> Whatever toothbrush I'm using okay. at the hotel, it stays at the hotel. Even if I don't have any cheap ones and I just leave my nice one there, I will just leave it. Um, something about having a toothbrush, a hotel toothbrush, and then taking it home just doesn't sit right. Uh, if I'm <laughs> if I'm going to some place where I have an established presence, like going to Seattle, I I already have clothes. Like I'll take my backpack; it'll have camera gear in it. I'll take anything specific that I need to, that I'm taking down to my wife, whatever else, but I've already got like a small section of her closet set up there. So I don't need to take any toiletries. I don't need to take anything other. I could literally, like I could leave right now, go to the airport, get on a plane, show up there and be perfectly comfortable mm. with just my wallet and my keys. Like that's, you know, and my cell phone, of course, but right. yeah, that's it. <clears throat> so, um, a lot of times it'll depend on where I'm going and, and what I'm going there for. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm going to Fairbanks to f- photograph soccer, like I can do that on just a backpack, you know? Now, yeah. if yeah. I'm going to video soccer, that's a totally different thing. Then I have my hard case that has my video camera in it, all the accessories for the video camera to include my, my off-camera monitor. I've got the tripod bag, which is, six feet long, you know, pretty big, pretty heavy. Then I've got my, my, uh, portable battery, portable power supply, 500 watt portable power supply. I got to take my laptop with me. I got to take my streaming gear with me. You know, like it gets pretty involved at that point. We're talking like six bags. I couldn't fly with it. That's for sure. It's just, it's too much. Plus I couldn't yeah. take the battery with me if I was flying. I'd have to buy a new one there because nobody likes to have fucking big batteries in a check bag or whatever. Right, right. <clears throat> so, and then if I'm going to a place to record podcasting, I have a special bag, a little duffel that used to be my carry-on bag that is now my dedicated um, event recording bag. And it's got enough space left in it. So my H6 is in there. I've got four mics, four uh, mic cables. I don't have stands because those are difficult to travel with. Um, but uh, I could grab that and throw my video camera in there and be able to re- video record the recording as we're going through. And uh, that'd be that'd be one bag right there. Mm-hmm. So 
I'd have my carry-on as my backpack, and then I'd have that bag as my personal item. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because the, uh, the old workaround. Yeah, because I don't, uh, I don't pack electronics in my bag ever. It's always just clothes, and just like you, I won't pack liquids in there unless absolutely necessary. Like mm-hmm. when I was deploying, I'd be like, you know, is there AFI set up there? Because yep, yep, that's exactly yep. That was know? the other thing I was gonna say. Like if. Like I, I mentioned that, um, you know, the hotel is going to have a bar of soap, you know, so I don't take soap as an example. Right. But, um, yeah, like where, where the fuck are you going to go that doesn't have a Walmart or, uh, even a Seven Eleven or something, you know what I mean? Yep. Like you can, you can pop in there, get yourself a toothbrush, get yourself, you know, a tube of toothpaste and, and deodorant and whatever else you can purchase the stuff there. Like for less than 10 bucks, you can although, be set up again. Although you know? the last time you and I went to South by... I arrived, my allergies went to shit, and we had to stop by like a Walgreens to pick up some Sudafed or whatever so I could, I could and that became its own ordeal. And like yes, 15 yes. hours of walking through the hot desert later, we arrived at our Airbnb. <sighs> yeah. Like that, that was, was fucking That miserable. was our own fault. That, that was our own fault. It, 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 it was. It was my fault for not packing Sudafed with me, and it was our fault for not just fucking coughing up the, the cost of an Uber. Like yeah, well we we underestimated the distance I think, and we overestimated our desire and ability to get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we did it. We we, we, we did, did it. we did. But... It wasn't comfortable. <laughs> we we lost like half yeah. a day. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, unless unless I'm going to a bare bones place where they don't have that shit, I'm I'm not taking. Uh, I went I went to one place uh, deployed to one place where they were like, there's no support at all. Like, okay, cool. I took a like a three pack, a Costco three pack of toothpaste, you know. I made mm-hmm. sure that it had like like eight bars of soap, you know, I did all the things. <laughs> I get there in three days after I get there, fucking AFI's rolls up with their truck that they, <laughs> that they had shipped down from from uh I mean it was a container, you know, a, a shipping container, but it was a fully functional AFI's. Yeah, you know yeah. they they showed up like three days after I got there. Like, yeah, here we are. We we're here. Here here's stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was glad to have the stock and not have to rely on them because they went out. They ran out of shit a lot. But um, yeah, yeah, the, 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 I've never been to some place where I didn't have any access to anything as far mm-hmm. as toiletries and shit goes. And yeah, in the hotel, if if you're too good to use hotel shampoo and hotel soap. We can't stay in the same room. Oh, actually, we should stay in the same room because I'm using that hotel shit. Yeah. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Because usually you're in a hotel for just like a couple of days anyway. Like, right. it's okay, man. Use the fucking shitty soap for a couple of days. Like, yeah. it's fine. And, and yeah, when I go to Nashville, I'm, I'm going to be there from uh, from Sunday night to, to Saturday morning. I'm going to use hotel soap that entire time. Yep. Every yep. day. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, that's just how that's going to work. Um, how are you with uh, with room service when you're out and out and about? Honestly, I've probably only ordered room service like twice in my life. Like well, I never. I'm, I'm talking. It always about, just seems overpriced for me. Yeah, yeah, it's very overpriced. Yeah. Um, I've only done it once, and that was when uh, last uh, for my birthday, I think, when Rick and I did our little anniversary getaway. Um, we ordered room service on the morning we were leaving because we didn't ha- we mm. were packing up. We didn't have time to go down there. Mm. Um, yeah, that's the only time I've ever done. It. How about uh, how about uh, the people coming to clean your room? Are you a do not disturb the entire time kind of person, or do you just not give a shit? 
Um, I've been both. Usually, most of the time that I'm staying in a hotel, the hotel is there just for me to sleep at. Mm-hmm. And, and like I'm gone the rest of the time. So it's either for like a work thing or if we're doing like, uh, you know, like South by stuff or something like that, it's, you know, I sleep and then, then we leave, right. We don't <laughs> like hang out at the, at the place that often. Um, so usually it's not a thing. Like I, I come home from, you know, whatever class I was taking or, or whatever event or what have you. And the bed is made and, you know, the towels have been changed out and so on and so forth. And it's kind of cool. Um, but like if I'm, if I'm like sleeping in or something like that and I know I'm going to be sleeping in, yeah. like, yeah, I will throw that do not disturb thing out there or, or maybe I won't, maybe they'll just like walk in, see me sleeping there and they'll leave anyway. <laughs> I won't even know that they were there. So either way. I live with the do not disturb on the door at all times. All times. Because I take mm-hmm. electronics with me. I mm-hmm. set things mm-hmm. up exactly how I want them when I get into the room. I don't need someone coming in there fucking with my sheets or my blankets. I barely trust them as it is. Yeah. The, yeah. Bl- the blankets yeah. And, and towels and stuff that I'm talking about. Because, you know, they bleach the shit out of it. But do they actually change it out every time? Mm. <laughs> um. Yeah, and what I'll do is I will make sure that at certain points I'm in my room at about the same time that rooms uh, that the the cleaners are going through, and I'll ask them to come clean the room at that time, mm. Um, mm. or have them check the room. Like if I don't need service, I'll just have them check the room because you know there's that there's that three day thing. Make sure people aren't stocking up weapons and shit in their hotels. Uh, come in, check the room, make sure you know everything's cool, and then that's all that's all I need them for. Usually, if I need if I need any kind of service, I will approach them. Hey, I, I need some towels. Here's my old towels. I put them in there. I'll grab some new towels. That way, they don't have to bother with it. Um, mm. Try to be as, as easy as possible, but mostly just because I don't want people around my shit. I, yeah, right. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah. So. <clears throat> uh, I, I take so little. Like, if they want to steal my dirty underwear, well, okay. You you need that dirty underwear more than I do. Uh, I mean, your thirty seven cents uh, dirty underwear versus my thirty seven hundred dollar camera. Uh, right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> slight difference. Um, have you ever forgotten anything in a hotel? Like something that was like, ah, oh, shit. I don't think so. I'm very thorough. Like on, on leaving day, mm-hmm. like on checkout day, like I'm I'm very thorough. Like I open all the drawers. I didn't even open the drawers when I got there. Yep. But I'm gonna open those damn drawers on the way yeah. out. Yeah, like, I, I, I discover shit when I'm leaving. Like, oh yeah. Did you did you know this is in there? Um, oh my gosh, who are the Gideons and why did they leave a Bible in oh here? Oh my god. <laughs> then you rifle through just to see if there's any money in there, um, or anthrax. I mean, it's a it's a chance you take. You the, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm really good about that. I've only ever left something that notable once. I left my razor in the bathroom in the dorms at, uh, seven or at, uh, uh, not seven level school at NCOA. Okay. And I remember going through and I was, the day I was leaving, I was going to have to work the next day. So I made sure to leave my razor on the charger so that it would, you know, so when I got home, it would be charged and then I packed everything up. And I left, and about halfway back from back to Louisiana from Mississippi, you know, it's about a, about a six or seven hour drive. About halfway back, I remembered that I forgot the damn razor, and well, I wasn't going back. Yeah, 
Yeah. If you yeah, know anything about me, you lost. know I don't I don't go south or east unless I have to. So yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yep. I was that, that's the only time I've ever really forgotten something. Now the family has forgotten things, you know, forgotten this, forgotten that, and I left a battery and a charger, a battery and or charger at Richard's house uh, one time when I was staying out there. And I well, hey, at least it's Richard though. Like Richard can mail yeah. it to you or keep it, just well, hold on to it for you. The or... thing is that I lost both, but he found one. <laughs> so, and I think he found the charger, but not the battery. So I probably lo- just lost the battery. The battery's probably just gone. Um, but yeah, that's that's you know that happens. Yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> all right, um, what are we going to talk about next week, man? Oh wait, 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 uh, wait, 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 wait. It's it's time for this. One city, one city, one forecast, one forecast, one word. It's Ritual Misery's One Word Weather. Brought to you by Mark Jelinek and his What Is It About the Weather podcast. Here at WRMP, we're bringing you the weather from around the world that you didn't know you needed to know. Today in Accra, Ghana, it is 76 degrees in the Fahrenheit. And my other half has paused, so I have no idea what the weather is going to be like today. That's fair. There we go. All right. Thank you. One city. One city. One forecast. One forecast. One word. It's Ritual Misery's One Word Weather. Brought to you by Mark Jelinek and his What Is It About the Weather podcast. Well, if there's any doubt that people, because you keep telling me nobody even notices when my when my internet cuts out. Well, they sure sure will today. <laughs> uh, 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 oh damn! All right. That being said, um, how uh, how are we going forward with this podcast thing, dude? Let's uh, let's, let's open this up. Yeah. So we for uh, going on seven years, I think. Um, have put out a show almost every week <laughs> um, until lately. We've um, we've had uh, problems syncing up our schedules and uh, things like that. Um, so we've decided instead of trying and failing to do a weekly show, uh, the show is going to become a little less regular. It's not going away. We're not pod fading. Um, but we are going to scale back the frequency of, of the shows. Uh, we'll still continue to do specials like right after this episode. Uh, we are going to do a pre-show for the have a drink folks for their, their Trappist, uh, episode. Uh, we're going to continue to do stuff like that. We are obviously the, the streamathon is hugely important to us. We're definitely going to be doing that. Um, but other than specials and things like that, uh, we are going to scale back the show to probably something like once a month uh, where we're going to – it's going to give us time uh, to do more planning, add more polish, get more guests, um, add more segments, g- go a little more in depth in certain things. So instead of just um, like, ah, oh, shit, we need something to talk about next week, uh, it'll be this and we're just going to talk about it on the surface level or whatever. Right. Having the extra time between episodes will give us time to like know what we're talking about <laughs> a little better. Um, uh, but also like get guests that know what they're talking about with, um, things that interest us and things like that. 
Um, so I think, uh, I think the product going forward is going to be a better one. Uh, it's just going to be a less frequent one. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, it's going to be. It's going to be. Um, I, th- I think it's going to be more polished. It's going to open up our schedules. We're going to record them. It uh, looks like we're going to record them whenever it fits our schedule. And then we're going to be sending, you know, pushing them out at a regular interval at the beginning of the month, every month. So that it gives me some time to edit. We don't have to worry about doing the the voice effects and things like that live. We can I can go in and post and, and kind of put those in to where they're, they sound right. And that way Kent's not waiting to hear it when he can't hear it, but he should be able to hear it. <laughs> Right, uh, things yeah. like things like that, and just clean it up a little bit, and not have the pressure of trying to fill an hour, and also not have the pressure of trying to constrain ourselves to an hour. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we originally went for thirty minutes, and that just didn't last. Now we go for an hour, and sometimes we don't have an hour, and sometimes we have way more than an hour. And being able to just do what we want to do, and then clean it up a little bit, and have a nice tighter show to push out there. Um, and also it'll give us a chance to record some patron exclusive things, some things that we've promised in the past that we haven't, haven't done because we just haven't had time. Um, and we're going to, we're just going to make it, uh, uh it's going to be a different show, but it, I'm not saying it's going to be a completely different format. It's nothing like what night attack did where they just stopped for three months and then came out with a whole new product that seems a lot like their old product. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like, and we're not going to rename the show. It's it's staying the Rich right. Misery podcast. It's, it's Ritual Misery podcast. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All um, right. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, we don't even know. Like, if if anybody has any specific questions, like, oh, are you going to do the thing? Well, the answer is maybe. <laughs> Regardless <laughs> of what the question is, it's maybe because we're not one hundred percent sure exactly what it's going to look like. So, uh, we're we're still. We're we're still pausing on Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, totally pausing on Wi-Fi. With like the Wi-Fi monster bit you <laughs> yes. hard. That entire little bit, whatever you said right there, is lost to the ether of UDP. <laughs> Probably for the better. Yeah, that's when I was giving out my social security number and mother's maiden name and stuff like that. Uh, well, I mean, that that's a shame. Maybe I can recover that later in post. <laughs> um, but but uh, something else we're looking for, if, if, if someone is, if, or if multiple people are interested in, we are looking for a game master because we want to make it so that Kent can participate in the games. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. also want the games to have a little bit more polish. So if someone has the desire to, to make games, and create them and then possibly show up on air and do, you know, just do the segment of the, for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that would be really awesome. If you just want to join us with, for the fun. Um, yeah. So we're, we're looking for, for a few things like that. Uh, and we really want to get more, you know, get guests on and actually spend a little bit more time with them, have more fun with them and not just kind of, uh, what would you say? Kent? sit for an hour and then boot them out the way like <sighs> right because sometimes right. it feels like we're really getting in the conversation and then it just oh and then at, it's time to go it's time to go yeah um we, we would rather open that up a little bit so yep yep lots of things lots yeah and of things. that all that yeah and that also opens the doors for shorter episodes as well so it right. could be the other way around 
we don't have time to do much. We don't have a guest, but we got a really cool fucking story to tell. So we're going to sit down for 15 minutes and discuss it and then out the door. Right. You know, so right. those things are possible as well. Uh, we will we'll still be streaming live on Twitch anytime that we do record. Uh, we will announce, once we have a set schedule of when we're going to record, we will announce it on our Patreon. So you, the patrons will know exactly when we're going to record. Uh, preferably at least the day ahead of time. Um, mm-hmm. that's kind of the minimum. I'd rather go like, you know, Hey, in you know, 13 days from now, we're going to be recording or something like that. But, um, and then you can still expect a regular episode in your feed every month at least. So, uh, yeah, that's where, that's kind of where we're going. And this, it's not, it's not a lack of patron funds or patronage or anything else. It's not a lack of advertisements cause we've never done those. Um, it's a matter of trying to provide the the product we want to provide with the time that we have without scaling back on our life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because we're yep. both busy as fuck right now with a lot of different things. A lot of family issues going on for both of us that we're trying to handle. Um, a lot of, you know, college schedules and school and all kinds of shit. It's just, it's kind of maddening. So instead of dropping the hobby and, and, eliminating it completely. We're going to take this opportunity to do it a little less frequently, uh, but a little better overall. So, yep. Yep. Come on, Billy. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, My, she's my podcat. Podcat. Yeah. Podcat. (laughs) All right. Um, yeah, I think that's about it for this week, dude. (laughs) Sovereign Bohemian says, uh, if you need somebody that can get up early, start a fire and make some bacon and coffee, I'm in. That's... Yeah, you're hired, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we got to find a way to make that happen because I'm all yeah, for some right. bacon and coffee. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, check us out over at ritualmisery.com uh, for all the things that we have going on. Uh, if you want to send us an email, podcast at ritualmisery.com. Yeah, and uh, you can follow us on the old Twitter uh, at at Ritual Misery or at Del Noche 70, or underscore or RM underscore Del Noche or at Ethan Payne. That's, <laughs> That's it. Yep. I have a lot of names. You have a lot of aliases. It's bullshit. <laughs> you need to figure that yep. out. Um, also, uh, join the conversation on our Discord, bit.ly slash RMP Discord. Yep. And uh, thank you for listening. And right now, Kevin McLeod's music should be fading in. It's nothing we don't have to worry there about. There it is. There it is. All right. Kevin McLeod. <laughs> For me, for you, and for Kent, this has been your Ritual Misery Podcast. See ya. All right, let's see if this works. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> R-I-T-U-A-L-M-I-S-E-L-Y